Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We are just finishing up the end of the game week, but we thought we would get a podcast out before the holiday season rolls around. It is the end of game week 14. We still have a couple games this afternoon, and game week 15 starts next Saturday. Jake, how are you, buddy? Oh, okay, but busy. Why are you so busy? You got family stuff coming? Family, yeah, in-laws. They're they're on their way. They're going to be here in two hours, so... Oh, so you're going to finish this pod, and then they're going to, like, walk in the door. Basically, yes. Hmm. Is family the best or the worst? Depends which family. Yeah, yeah. I, um... I was saying to my wife the other day that, like, I love our family, but I don't want to spend any time with them ever. Is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I like spending time with all of them. It's just the holidays, like, it can be the worst, can't it, sometimes? Like, it's just so much, a lot of expectation. Well, and I think, yeah, a lot of expectations, I think, you know, a lot of time you want that holiday break to yourself, at least I do. Yeah, because you're Just, selfish. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I feel like I deserve it because I've been nice all year. Oh, you've been naughty, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, so I get coal and, and family. Oh, that's Perfect. not all you get. What? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Because you're naughty. Mm. Yeah. Huh. You got. Oh, now my dog's mm. barking. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like your family's coming in. Yep, there it is. Someone's here. Um, so uh, uh, the podcast, we should probably get back to that. Um, technically, I think this is, is this technically our Festivus episode? Well, does Festivus occur before or after Christmas? Are you kidding me right now? Uh, I Listen. No, don't uh, listen to me. Just I just need a reminder. Don't listen to me. It's the 23rd. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So this is technically our fest. It's the solstice right now. A lot of weird stuff happening tonight. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. So so yeah. Technically, it's our festivist episode. So that's fun. Um, that I get to do an airing of grievances at some point during the podcast. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I can just whine about how terrible of a podcast those are. All the things. Basically, I do every episode. It's not so bad. Um, but we do have a big news, Jake. And I'm guessing that you have no idea what's going on. But big news. Um, there, there's some chip information out. Uh, the the blanks doubles for game weeks 18 and 19 um, are, are mostly, I'm going to put that asterisk there, mostly sorted out. Um, so have you looked at it at all? Okay, so first, I'm going to say I did know that. Second, okay. no, I haven't looked at it okay. for literally one second. Okay, well, it's it's on the sheet that we're using right now. Yeah, uh, to I guess make, that's, so, you're it it so you're a liar. So you're a liar. Right, so you're yeah. a liar. It's yeah, on the okay. sheet. You're literally looking at it as we speak. So there's that problem. <laughs> um, but I thought maybe today... Um, that would be what most of the front end of the pod would be, Jake. We just are going to discuss kind of some of the different uh, scenarios for how your team is currently set up and then the directions that you could maybe go uh, uh, based off which chips you have available. Um, and and then we can maybe talk a little bit about our own two teams and just kind of share some thoughts about maybe the way we're thinking about handling it. Does that sound good? Yeah, I okay. think that's a good plan. Okay. So, um, 
I, I'll start with this. What you need to do, everyone needs to do this. Like, even if you're not on Twitter, you need to go, uh, Ben Krellen is the person that all this information is from, right? So you need to go onto, uh, onto his, his Twitter page and you need to, uh, look at the schedule. It has everything laid out really nicely and just makes it very easy to see. And so I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of stealing some of this from him. Um, and, and I'm just going to lay out some of the different options that we could go. So just so everybody knows, uh, the following teams will have blanks in 18 and doubles in 19. Okay. So 18, they don't play 19. They'll have two matches, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester United, Leicester, Southampton, West Ham, Leeds, Burnley, West Brom, and Fulham. Okay, so those teams will all not play in 18, and they'll have two matches in 19. The rest of the teams, City, Spurs, Everton, Arsenal, Wolves, Villa, Brighton, Crystal Palace, Sheffield United, and Newcastle will all play a match in 18, and will all play one match in 19. Okay, so that's the way that that works out. So roughly half the teams are going to blank double, and then the other teams, uh, the other half of the teams will have a, a one match and one match. Okay, so <clears throat> what this has kind of led to is, I think, a not so standard approach to the chips this year. So, so maybe the last couple of years, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, but then the last couple of years, it's kind of been there's like a best way to do it. Is you know like like there's a best yeah. way to play your wild card, a best way to play your bench boost, a best way to free hit. Like it was pretty. I mean, I, I don't want to say it was cut and dry. Like there's always times when people's teams vary a bit, and and you know, so you have to kind of go in different directions. But this year, there's going to be a lot of variability in the way people play chips, and it's going to be very much based off of your current team structure and your current chips available. Um, so. Should I get into some of the different ways that you could play it? Yeah, I think let's talk about it. Let's okay. go into detail. Okay. So I basically have in my head, I think there's four different ways that you could manage these game weeks. Um, let's start with just this at the top, though. Um, the bench boost and triple captain chips are probably like the two chips that people will think about possibly playing in 19. Or some people have talked even about a free hit in 19. Okay, so those are kind of the three different options. The other wild card is the wild card. So we have to figure out if, if you've used your first wild card uh, or, or if you'll be possibly using your second or can you do it without using your second wild card. Okay. Um, the last thing that I will say uh, is that there are potential other blanks and doubles in the season. So 29, game week 29, looks like it will be a blank um, because of the FA Cup quarterfinals. And 26 um, would likely become the time where those fixtures would be moved to. So the game week 29 fixtures would be backed up into 26. Okay, the only reason I say that is because... I think that all of those factors play a major role in the decision that you maybe try to use going forward. Um, so let's start with the first one, and it's to me the most obvious of all of them. And that would be if you haven't played your wild card yet, your first wild card. I think if you haven't played your first wild card yet, the deadline for that is game week 16. So once game week 16 begins, you can no longer play your wild card. So going into 16, you would play your first wild card. 
Uh, with that wild card play, you would set yourself up for 19. You'd be looking at good players that you really want. Um, I mean, looking at the fixtures, Liverpool play Manchester United and Burnley. Chelsea play Fulham and Leicester. That's kind of a nice combo. Um, Manchester United play Liverpool, Fulham. I think Leicester is, is decent. Well, decent. Southampton and Chelsea. Um, Southampton play Leicester and Leeds. West Ham's a really good one. Burnley and West Brom. Okay. Uh, at Leeds play Brighton and Southampton. Not, not a bad combo. Burnley playing West Ham and Liverpool. Uh, West Brom playing Wolves and West Ham. And then Fulham playing Chelsea and Man United. So, um, you would pick out players that you really, really like in, in those 19 fixtures. You'd put them on your wild card and then you would free hit in game week 18. Um, because you're not going to have almost any or any game week 18 players uh, and you would probably use a bench boost in game week 19 so again just to recap wild card in game week 16 looking at particularly game week 19 um, in game week 18 you would play a free hit and then in 19 you would bench boost that's pretty simple right yeah i think that makes the most sense yeah um now do you have your first wild card i do not Okay, so that's off the table for you. Off the table. Off the table. Okay, so this is the second one, and I think this is... These next three scenarios are all for people that have basically used their first wild card, and so that's where most of us are at at this point. Not all of us, but most of us. So I would say that there's kind of three different ways that you can play this. Um, You could play your second wild card in game week 17. Uh, You're basically doing the exact same thing that... Uh, the the first strategy was right. So so play the second wild card in seventeen, free hit in eighteen, bench boost in nineteen. Personally, I don't love that strategy, and the only reason and and some people may be in a situation where they have to do that, and that's okay. You're not you're not gonna your season's not underwater if you do it. I personally just don't love the strategy because I, I do think that there's so much of the season left that having a wild card will be useful. Um, at some point later on, especially with the way that players have been kind of dropping via injury and COVID. Um, so that's the second one. Uh, the third one, um, which I think a lot of people are kind of um, uh, leaning towards, is a free hit in 18 to kind of manage that huge blank, right? Half the teams aren't playing. So maybe you free hit that. And then bench boost in game week 19 which is is the the game week after. So you're basically going to use like free free transfers between now and 19 to try to get a bunch of double game week players in and, and guys that you like and then you'll navigate the the blank in 18 with a free hit and uh, and the bench boost in 19. And then the last one uh, would actually be just the opposite. You're going to use free uh, free transfers to manage 18 and you're going to free hit in game week. 19 um, and and try to just load up on a bunch of double game week players okay so those are all of the different the different ones the only kind of question mark that we have right now is there's still an off chance it's pretty unlikely but there's an off chance that the manchester united or villa games um which are were both games from blanks in, in game week one um could be moved to 18 or 19 we just don't know yet um, how that's that's going to yeah. play out. So that's that's a big question mark too here on how we might manage things. Okay, so Jake, I know that was a lot of me talking. Initial thoughts on hearing some of those different strategy choices, um, which way you think you might fall? 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. There's no way, even me, who's crazy, um, I'm not going to wildcard in 17. I've been, like, steadily trying to build to this, um, I think, by accident, in all honesty. It hasn't been going well, because my last two transfers have gotten injured, them being Jota and Reese James, um, which is problematic. But I still think I can manage... To, to get enough players in for 19 that I like um, and free hit in 18. The only thing that I'm curious about is do you feel like holding on to the triple captain is better because there's going to be for sure double game weeks down the road? And in this scenario, just because we can sure up our teams better, blank or, or bench boost is better. Hmm. I mean, because the, the only thing that I worry about is I have like two players who haven't played in a long time and I've been managing that and I've been fine. Um, but that's going to make it kind of difficult with a bench boost. I feel like it's going to be kind of a waste in a sense. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know if I can get to get to a full team in that. Oh, short okay. Amount of time. I see what you're saying. Uh, you're not sure that you can get, you can get there. Like you can get enough 19 yeah. guys to make the bench boost really pop. Yeah, I can get enough guys to start eleven probably. So why not triple? But we'll see. I'll probably yeah. be- I'll probably try bench boosting. But these injuries have really been challenging. Yeah. So um, generally speaking, for people that are kind of new to the game, the combo is wild card the game week before bench boost the next game week. I mean, that's kind of that's generally what we do because you want to make sure your team is all set up for the bench boost, um, which is going to allow everyone on your team to play. Um, so I'll I'll kind of respond to your question, Jake, with a question. Are there any triple captain options that you really like in 19? Are there any players that you look at and you're like, oh, yeah, that would be the guy I would want to have to triple captain? Yeah. I think the question is going to be who's healthy at that so you're time. Answer my, so um, my, you're going to answer your question <laughs> to my question with a question. With another question. Good. Yeah. Yeah, um, I do think Sala would be a reasonable option. Um, I don't really love any other player. Just looking at those matchups a ton. Chelsea's offense is just too too big of a question mark for me. I don't think Werner's ready to get a triple captain band. Um, and Man United, I like the fact that they play Fulham, but obviously do not like the Liverpool matchup. But Fernandez is always, I think, a viable triple captain option. But he's been rested a lot as of late, which is fair. Um, I just worry about all those game weeks being so close together. Do, you know, who's going to play both those games? Yeah, it does make it really difficult. Um, I I think, I agree. I think Sal is a really good pick in this situation. Like, he, he would be fine. We think... He, probably pretty good chance he plays both matches 90 minutes um it maybe jake has a little bit to do with can you can you really load that bench boost up right like can you really get there if you feel like you can't then i think that getting out 11 uh good uh double game week players and playing the triple captain uh chip is a very good option Okay, so really like all these strategies that end with bench boost in 19 could be switched with triple captain in 19, right? Um, I think the only issue is I'm not sure that there's going to be another game week later in the season that's going to have a bunch of double of doubles. Okay, so like, you know, 2026 might have 
three or four teams that double, but you're not going to like wild card pre 26 and then bench, you know, wild card in 25 and then bench boost in 26 with five teams. You're not going to load up on just five teams, right? I mean, you might, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the thing you is, could, but it's yeah, dangerous. I mean, it's yeah. FA Cup quarterfinals, right? So there's, it's likely there's going to be, uh, maybe two two very good teams in there, let's say, right? Like you might mm-hmm. you might have two very good squads, but um, you know, I do think that there's some risk to that. What some people are starting to say, and and this is just again to kind of play devil's what, advocate is here. One of is one of those two teams Arsenal or no? Did I said good. Joking. I said right, good sorry. teams, Jake. <laughs> go on, go on. Um, so so just to play devil's advocate here, that's that's one of the reasons why some people are saying, hey, if my team, if I can get out enough players in eighteen. Right, like enough players just using free transfers between now and then, like get close. Maybe you put out nine, and then I could just free hit nineteen and load up on all the players I want. That's why some people are starting to say that. But I do tend to listen to Ben Krellen, who's kind of considered the double game week master in the FPL community. Um, has been doing it for years, and his claim is that this is the best bench boost opportunity. Um, it's the biggest double game week out there right now and that we should probably lean towards this. Okay. You know, going towards this. I wish this. I had that nickname. What's that? Double game week master. Yeah, you're the master like of some other of things. Sort. <laughs> yeah. Master of sucking. For sure. At podcasting. Well, co-hosting. Nope. Just podcasting in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a step up. Well. Or down, however you yeah, want to look whatever. at it. Whatever. Probably down, but um, yeah. So, anyways, I, I think I know that that was kind of a lot to throw at people um, all at once, and and people might need to re-listen to that section to kind of hear about the different strategies. Now, let's talk people through like which you know which way you might go. You know, why would I pick a certain strategy over another one based off my ter- current team setup? And I started this whole thing off with uh, saying that it this year there's a lot of variability there's going to be different uh, choices in the way that people manage this, which is kind of cool. It's going to lead for a lot of variability in scores too. So um, I think if you have your first wild card, it's very clear. You wild card in 16, you free hit 18, you bench boost 19. Um, like I said, I don't love the second option, this wild card in 17, unless your team is really split. So some people have this really nice split between um, some game week 18 players and some game week 19 players. I'm a manager that because I'm not a sheep, I don't have Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I don't have Sun. I don't have Kane. Those are all players that were playing in 18. I think I currently have two free transfers and nine players that are healthy and playing in game week 19. So uh, that means I could, um, right, we're going into uh, we're going into 15 here. So I have one, two, three, four. Now I'll free hit an 18, which means you don't get a, a free transfer, right? And then I'll actually have another transfer going into 19. So I actually have five transfers between now and the double game week. Now, of course, I'm assuming everyone's healthy, but I think I could pretty easily get out um, 13 double game week players. Um, I mean... If I can do that just with free transfers, it's probably worth just going for that, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. Now, a lot of people are loaded up on Spurs assets, Everton assets, um, maybe right now, you know, or, or City assets, right? So you have a bunch of City, mm-hmm. Spurs, Everton. If you're one of those people, you might want to think about just using your free transfers to uh, get get players for 18. And then you might want to free hit in 19 um, because... 
it's going to be really hard. Let's say you have like Kane, Son. Some people even still have Spurs like defenders. You have a Spurs defender. Let's say you have uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and you maybe have like... Maybe like Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Wilson, right? Like those are common players that people would have, right? Um, so you might you could have six, right? Right now you could, might be on six um, single game week players or seven. You know, something like that. If that's your situation, right? And oh, and then City, right? Then you might even have like KDB, a City defender. Um, maybe you're still yeah. on Foden or something like Martin- that. Martinez for Aston Villa, right. maybe even Jack. Yeah, you know? Jack, you have a Wolves player, right? So like if you're in that situation, um, you might just be better off not trying to move. You're not going to be able to move them all. Right, you can't move all those players between now and then with free transfers. So suddenly your options become a little bit more compressed, right? Like your choices are either just all right, I'm going to get out eight, I'm going to get out eleven in game week eighteen, and I'm going to free hit in nineteen, or I'm going to wild card in seventeen and and try to set myself up for nineteen. Um, personally, I would probably lean towards just you know like get out in eleven and eighteen. Um, since you're already close, maybe you have six or seven guys, you're just going to use free transfers between now and then to make sure you get out close to 11, maybe 10. And then in 19, I might use that free hit and just that's going to be kind of fun for you because one of the issues that we might see in terms of variability is a free hitter versus a bench booster, right? The two different players, okay? One thing that some people tend to do, and we've all done it, is we tend to overdo the bench boost so we tend to put way too much money into our bench funds when we bench boost um and suddenly we have this kind of like watered down version of a strong team like we you know because we had to like miss out on a good player in order to do it now the free hitters can literally just go in and be like okay 4.0 defender 4.0 goalkeeper 4.0 defender like no playing bench on the free hit and just load up on the best players so I do see an argument for that as well. You know, you maybe don't have as good of a time to play a bench boost, but single single week bench boosts aren't the worst thing in the world either. So um, something to think about. I know that was, again, a lot of me talking, but uh, thoughts, Jake? Yeah, it's hard for me. I'm going to have to sit down and make a chart because I'm kind of in between. Yeah. Like, I don't have Man City and Spurs, Although I kind of do want to get Sun in because he has, after Wolves, he has Fulham, Leeds, Villa, you know, uh, Sheffield. Mm -hmm. So people who have Spurs, I mean, you look at that, you're like, you're literally salivating at like the goals that Spurs will definitely score. Do you think there's people Um, that are actually like there's, there's drool, they're they're literally drooling? I think it's mostly English people, but yeah, I think (laughs) Here we go. Um, (laughs) Buckle up. Buckle. All right. Yeah. Now uh, I'm definitely going to be getting in fights when I go to England. Yeah, no Anyways, um, but like that too. And then Man City, you know, if like you have De-, De Bruyne and he has, you know, he has Newcastle next week. Okay. And then Everton, which isn't terrible, and Chelsea, which isn't great. But then Brighton and Crystal Palace and then West Brom and Sheffield all oh, and Burnley. Like that's a great run of fixtures. So like I'm actually. I tried I I as a as a squir- blind squirrel my team was actually set up for 19 uh just like I was slowly getting to there by having double liver well triple liverpool double chelsea um you know fernandez bamford for leeds but unfortunately like with jota and james injured I actually kind of like 
building for 18 because yeah. I kind of want some long term. Um, I don't really mind having Dominic Calvert Lewin long term. I don't mind having Wilson for Newcastle long term. So I may do the free hit in 19, um, like you said, and that way I'm not stuck with that team long term because that's what always seems to get me. I always get all these players in that I think will be okay. And then they just, they fall off and they're terrible. And then your team's ruined. Yeah. So, so that's something I did want to throw out in a normal, a more normal year. Generally we're doing this like at the end of the season, right? Like it's like game week 37 or, you know what I mean? Or like game week 32 or something like that. So let's say you do completely blow your team up to get, or like you wild card or whatever, even, and you get all blank game week or excuse me, double game week players in and you bench boost and you have the game, you know, game week of your life. It's like, oh, cool. There's like three game weeks left or five game weeks left. Like I can manage that, right? I can use free transfers to, mm. to now have that team and just make it work. But the issue here, and, and a lot of people I've been talking about this online is it's like what you said. Okay. So what I'm going to, you're going to forego all Spurs players for like for a long time now. In or, right, you're just going to yeah. miss out on their great run. And I haven't had Spurs players all year, but like I want them in my team right now. Okay. And then meanwhile, I'm going to now, you know, if I go with that strategy, I'm going to go into game week 20 with, again, no Spurs players. Almost, I might only have KDB or no City players, right? Like th- this could be a problem, right? To, to go this yeah. direction. And now yeah. what do I do? Do I play a wild card right away? Well, that was the whole point of not playing my wild card early, you know? So I think, mm-hmm. um, I think it needs to be thought about a little bit. And I think maybe more than anything, now that we're talking about this, your exit strategy out of 19 is probably the most important part, right? Like, so so however you decide to build the 19, fine. But what are you doing after that, right? That's not the end of the season. So what are you doing in 2021, 20, 22 to get your team back on track? And assume that shit's going to hit the fan around the holidays here. Okay, that like things, it's there's going to be injuries just like there always are, and there have been. There's going to be COVID just like there has been all season, and like, you know, how how do you plan to kind of get through that? So, anyways, I know that was a lot, but it's a lot to think about, and and I do think probably the best way is like what Jake said is you need to sit down, you need to look at the fixtures, okay, uh, for all the players, you need to think you know, what would my team look like in 19 or 18 if I made these different moves? And then you need to ask yourself that next question. What's my exit strategy out of the game week? That's why the free hits attractive. You don't have to worry about an exit strategy. You're just going to get returned back to the team that you had before. Yeah. And the other thing too, and you know, we should bring, I think we should bring this up. What if you don't even free hit in that 18 game week? If you are are, like, say you're going to, free hit in 19 like what if you just don't feel 11 players that game week yeah, is it the end of the world or something like that seven or eight yeah yeah is it the end of the world no i don't think so don't that's think what so. you know you might lose some points because the the guys that are free hitting in 18 build like a full 11 and a perfect team like so they might have de bruyne son kane you might lose 15 to 20 points on that but like you said, the exit strategy is more important. You still have a whole season to go. Like, even if you're losing like two points based on the way you rearrange your team each game week, the rest of the season, that's, that is 36 points right? because there's still 18 game weeks left. That's a ton of game weeks. Yeah. I would say it, for 18, like if you could just cover the bases, like if you can get mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, like KDB, 
a defender, a city defender, if you can get Kane and Son in somehow, if you can get Calvert-Lewin, and then maybe like, I don't know. Like, like Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. You're probably okay. That's like six guys. You know, like, and then yeah. it, maybe there's one or two others that you just find a way to fit in or or maybe you take a hit and you get like one more guy in that you really, you want to take a punt on that you like. And that's yeah. it. And you just, then you free yeah, hit 19. A- but, you know, but you do have to look, same, same situation, right? You got to look at then, Jake, like what's 20 for you, right? What does 21 look like for yeah. you based off of that team? Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty tough game week though, that 18, you know, besides Manchester City playing Brighton and even Spurs playing Villa might not, might look better on paper than it really is. You know, Everton Wolves, like I can see that being 0-0-1-1, yeah. um, you know, uh, like Newcastle playing Leicester, like that could be a low scoring affair, so it, or sorry, that's actually they play. No, I'm wrong. I'm I, excuse me. They play uh, Sheffield, Sheffield. So, but like for the most part, like I I just don't see like a ton of points coming from that week. So like free hitting on a week where there's not a ton of points always kind of worries me. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I will say too the the free hit in 19 or a free hit later in the season would be really useful. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like, like what if what if you yeah what if you're able to save that like what if you almost what if you just build a team for 19 don't even waste your chip in 18 that's going to be hard though that would yeah. be pretty challenging yeah. anyways all right a lot of things to think about um kendo did write in just on this topic which i think is a good question worth bringing in another keeper for bench boost that double game week if you only have a single game week uh goalkeeper um <clears throat> he has martinez I don't know. I, you know. A buddy asked me that the other day too. Like, is it worth using transfers to try to get a goalkeeper in for that double? Um, the problem is funds, right? Like if you can figure, so a lot of us are set up with like a single playing goalkeeper and then a non-playing goalkeeper. So I just think, um, you know, if you can, if you can, if you can figure it out and get somebody in, uh, go for it. I think it's nice. I wouldn't be like taking a hit for it, but um, you know, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess like the nice thing about it, the double's great, right? But there's a very good the, ch- there's a very good yeah. chance you get four points, right, or five points. Yeah, I think the only goalkeeper looking at that list that I would consider taking a hit for would be uh, floppy hands against Burnley and West Brom. Like yeah. I, I feel like you could almost guarantee he gets one clean in those yeah. two games. Yeah. Um, he'd be the only player I'd consider taking a hit for as a goalkeeper. Good, good. Um. Let's do, because our pod, we just did like 30 minutes on chips, which is good. That, yeah. that had to be done. Let's do a really yeah. very quick update because like boards, leaderboards and stuff aren't even updated right now. Yeah, they're not done. So let's just yeah. do like, all right, where is our where are our teams at really quickly going into the game, the end of the game week here? Um, and then we'll, we'll kind of go right into the second half of the pod. No breaks. Let's just keep it rolling. Um, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Yeah, uh, you you can start. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm currently on 82 points with um, three to play. So Kilman, Chilwell, Such- Suchek, um, Brewster comes in for me if Kilman doesn't play today, or Chilwell. There was also a rumor about that for a while. I don't I don't know how true that is. Um, so a, a solid a solid game week. Like, don't get me wrong, it's, that's a great game week. Game week rank of 329k right now with three guys to go. I will take that every day. But it was like. This was the most 
uh, like Twitter, FPL Twitter game week of all time. Um, like I went online and was like, wow, I had the best game week. I'm going to rub it in everyone's face. They all suck. And like every single person was like, yeah, I'm at like 106 right now. I'm at 102 with seven guys to go on the last day. I'm like the fuck you can't even do that. You know? And like, yeah, everybody. Every, I'm like, I, I think 82 was like, like no, the, it was yeah. like the worst score on Twitter. Like the worst score. Yeah. But that's surprising with no Kane and Sun return. But, um, yeah, it's it's a weird game week. It's weird. Yeah, you had a big one. Yeah. I did, yeah, and still a lot to play. I could be one of those guys, but I'm not in the hundreds yet. That's impressive. Um, I'm at 86. Uh, I'll just start with the worst. I am so sad that I brought in Leeds. Uh, goalkeeper for Martinez like that has lost me so many points but that's that's what I do you do I make stupid flip floppy mistakes because I had Martinez for a long time when he kept not getting any points and then was like I'll I'll fuck him off because Messlier got like two cleans in a row um so he got me one but right now I've only had one defender play Rabo with 10 points uh Jack came through at the end um Salah Fernandez was my captain, which is that was funny in our group because we had one guy captain Sala and we were like, congrats, we all captain Fernandez, we're idiots. Well, happens to be we're not. Um, we're the smartest. We got one more point. Yeah, we're the smartest. Uh, Wilson um, and then DCL and, and Bamford, which is surprising. Bamford couldn't get a return. He looked like he was going to in that yeah, game. That's but, the, that could be Bamford's uh, like the story of his whole season. Like every game you Correct. watch him play, I you're wonder, like, yeah, you're like, cool, hat trick. He should have a hat trick every game. Yeah. 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 I wonder what Leeds would do with like an actual striker. That's what I, I like. I think, I don't think Bamford's good watching him. Like, I think he's a product of the system personally. Yeah. He fits, he plugs into that system exactly as they yeah. want, right? Like, he's like tall. He bangs bodies. He's got incredible fitness. He gets into good areas. Yeah. He presses. He's he's a very smart presser of the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Leeds also like second in in the league in expected goals. Um, and so yeah. you just would think that he would be banging more, but he but he doesn't. So. I I would want to see like Mitrovic in that role. I know you wouldn't would like to see. No, it. he couldn't do it. He's not fit enough. He couldn't do it. But that's the pro- that's the problem. Like fit, yeah. I mean, I agree. I completely agree with you. But like, he could get fit enough to yeah. play in that role. Ba- Bam- it's just like an attitude problem uh, for him. I don't know about that. No, he's fucking fat. Ba- Bamford's um, Bamford it like leads the league in, in, or like he's one of the top in the league in like presses per game and like distance mm-hmm. covered for forwards. It's pretty. In- I don't know. Just watch it. Watch him play some. Like just just him. Yeah, it's insane the amount he runs, and so that's like part of the reason that he plays every week is just because of that, because it's that's the way they want to play. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, I guess. Anyways. All right. Yeah. Anyways, sitting on eighty, we're getting we're getting too in depth here, yeah. but it's fine. Uh, eighty six points, um, three to play. James is injured, so Bowen's probably going to come off the bench for me, and then I have Semedo and Chilwell, so I could scratch a hundred. Yeah, you're close. I'm hoping, and I'm one seventy four thousand. Nice. For the game week, so good job by you. Um, yeah. Slack team is on seventy four. Did Captain Fernandez? 
Um, so things played out okay with uh with two to play. Technically, uh, Cresswell will come in for um for Lamptey, who didn't didn't play in the match, and uh and then Brewster will probably come on for James, who's unlikely to play today. Um, oh, and Su- Suchek as well to to play. So uh, a good game week as well for the for everybody. It just seems like everyone that isn't like a complete casual had a good game week. That's what it feels like. So um okay, Jake. So uh, we won't go through um, through leaderboards or anything, but we did get yeah, we, uh, we did get a message in from uh, Spruk Spruku. Uh, it says, "Hi, I'm the current number one in league dive. In the latest uh, last pod, Jake suggested that I must have just joined. <laughs> That's not the case. Been in since game week one. This is my 15th season of playing the game, and I've never joined a league after game week one. Jake." Come on, man. Uh, it's been fun lis- I apologize. <laughs> listening to your great efforts to pronounce Spruk, Spruku. Uh, it's short for, so think- here we go, Sointalan Palorhuliu Kunkata. Kat. There you go. <laughs> Which means something like the footballing kings of Cordsville. Um, Spruku also means a-, a drunk in Finnish. Greetings from Truku, Finland. Thanks for the great pod and take care. Um, so, so, oh, and then he says, I'm not active on Twitter, just following accounts to keep what's going on. So don't promote me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we will not promote you. Um, I think part of the reason I've been confused is cause you always say Spruku and I, I would say Spurk, Spurku. Spurku. So I think when I read his name off, I like, was like, he's never been even in the top 10. Where'd he come from? But uh, he, he probably has been. So, so it's so. your fault, not my fault. Uh, indirectly your fault. So you're trying to blame it on me. I thought that's what you were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that's kind of stupid. But I will apologize. Yeah, I'm glad you've been in the league since day one. I don't like people who join, like, after, like, game week three. Yeah, I only join leagues if I'm winning. Otherwise, I don't join. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll be first in this league. Join. Cool. I'm in. Um, All right. We also have a new new Patreon member, Gary uh, Horwood. Horwood, right? Is that how you say it? Maybe the H is si- silent or the W silent, so Horwood. Yeah, so or the H is silent, Horwood. so Warwood. Horwood? Horwood, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Gary. Warwood. Thanks. Thanks, Gary. Uh, Gary just joined, uh, wrote in a nice email, said, I've been listening to your pod for a while now, so thought it would be nice to show a bit of support. Live in New Zealand, so I guess your private jets would need some extra fuel uh, if you were to come and visit. Although I'd love to go to New Zealand. That would be fun. Uh yeah. Also, a nice uh, surprise to see you guys show up on Planet FPL's 24-hour stream a few months ago. That's true. We did do that. Um, and then he said he's going to be joining joining the Discord. So, welcome to the community, uh, Gary. We're, we're really happy to have you on. Um, uh, and that, that is true. Gary Gary actually uh, joined a Patreon level that will be just funding private jet fuel um, so that we can get around the world a little bit more easily, which is nice. That's nice. Um Jake, we just have like two more kind of topics to discuss today. We're doing a little less questions today and a little bit more just like topic stuff, we thought, um, just to mix it up. So um, two questions uh, that I thought we would just finish with, um, a couple minutes on each, and then we're going to be done a little bit of a shorter pod this week. Uh, the first one was a, a question on kind of templates uh, and, and a discussion back to that idea of template, especially this week where I said that. You know, I just said that, right? This is kind of the week where the the non-casuals uh, maybe maybe won, and that's why so many people on Twitter are all flying, and everybody else um, it maybe isn't so much. Um, and then a, a short discussion on just the premiums, right? Because and we kind of talked about it a little bit 
in the chip section of the pod, but we've got some very serious high-flying premiums this year, and it's just really hard to fit everyone in. So let's start with the idea of template. Um, I have always been somebody that like, and anyone that's listened to the pod for a long time knows that I hate when people hate on the template. That's a big, that's like a big Twitter thing, especially like, oh, you're a sheep. Oh, you follow, you know, you just follow what everyone else says. Oh, your team all is filled with, you know, the highly owned players. Um, and, and I've always said that that's kind of a, a bad way to play the game, right? Highly owned players are honed for a reason. And, uh, and and if you don't have them and they perform well, then you do poorly. Just ask me. I haven't had Dominic Calvert-Lewin the entire season. Um, so FPL Hindsight wrote, it, wrote in, does effective ownership matter? How template do you want your team to be? I personally don't like being 70% template and actively trying to change things at this point. So 70% template, where is he getting that number? So there's a couple different tools on the web. Um, if you search like F fantasy premier league um, tools or fantasy premier league template um, calculator, you can find some of these tools where you plug in your ID and basically it compares your average ownership to the rest of the different uh, teams that, that are, are out there. Um, so Jake, what are your thoughts on this, like effective ownership, like, and and how template do you want your team to be when you kind of set things up or start looking at it? Yeah, well, this season I wish I was a hundred percent template because I'd be doing better. Seriously, um, but yeah, I think I honestly think you need to be seventy to eighty percent template, and then the other couple players is what makes the difference. Um, that's just my take on it because most of the time template players do well, right? And, you know, a key example of that in, in two two different senses, um, you know, people who started off with like Sun and or Kane have been flying this year. Right. Um, I didn't think they would be great players to own, um, but they've been fantastic. Mo has them doing everything right for the most part. And so I ignored those players because they've let me down in the past and I shouldn't, that's another, that's one of those things we talk about that we shouldn't let cloud our judgment. Um, and then you also have a guy like Robbo who, you know, a lot of people are like, have argued, Hey, why own him? You know, Liverpool have a lot of injuries. They don't look as sharp. They've given up a lot of chances, but when you, when you have defenders who get up in, you know, and have so many chances, so so much goal involvement, they're going to get cleans. I don't care what team they play for, for the most part. Um, obviously, like the bottom, maybe five or eight teams, not as great. But, you know, for Liverpool, like he's a must own for the rest of the season for me. Like I, I could care less. And, and these are the weeks where you feel good holding on to a player like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. I don't really have much to add. I, I you know, right now... The, the problem is if you don't have these template players, the, the consistency, I think, and this kind of goes right into our premium discussion in a moment here, but the consistency of lot, a lot of these top players has, has, in my opinion, is like, it's very unusual compared to what we've seen in, in years past. So, for example, you know, you look at Sun. I mean, he blanked this last game week, but he, he's had returns. He's only blanked in like one, two, three three, four game weeks the whole season, right? That means 10 game weeks he's had returns in. Salah has only blanked in one, two, three game weeks the whole season. Um, you know, Fernandez has only blanked in 
uh, one, two, three game weeks, four game weeks, the whole season, right? So like the the consistency in returns is what's been really, really challenging. Um, and I know that people are probably thinking, well, you can't have all those players. Of course you can't. But then you look at guys like Grealish, like, you know, he only has blanks in, you know, five or, you know, a six, right? So like they're, they're, these guys are returning in well over half of the fixtures, even like down into the sevens. You know, you look at like, Zaha even I mean up until this last week or you know now he's had three blanks in a row but he I think has eight game weeks where he's returned in so uh, players are, con- are are returning at a very consistent rate um, and so it's it's hard not to be template and still find success I guess is what I'm saying um, I think that rolls us well into this premiums discussion of you know the top premium players and um, and and who we should be going with at this point um, because it's really hard. I have seen teams with four of these guys. Um, I currently have three. So I have Salah, uh, Bruno, and KDB. Um, but the other guys, of course, would be Kane and Son. And interestingly, someone who kind of consistently is under the radar, Vardy, who's up over 100 points this year. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we were talking about him. He's he's a he's a really good forward. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Calvert-Lewin is on 92 points right now. You know, like he, yeah. he's just off the clip of like a Vardy. He's nine points back um, at way cheaper. So all these different premiums. I mean, who are your picks right now, Jake? Um, if you if you could get three for sure in your team, who would you want? Yeah, Bruno and Sala for me, hands down. And those are the yeah. only two I've ha- I've had recently. I've flirted with Sun being in my team, and I do think he would be my third choice. And so the reason being, and unfortunately, Sun's price risen but those are son and bruno i would have to look at vardy's price but son and bruno are cheap or um you know kane and vardy are at that bruno price but they don't get as many points for a goal they don't get the clean sheet point so to me having four would be great yeah but my big caveat is that what you said at the end of your statement, DCL is basically almost equating to Vardy's points right. and he's so much cheaper and he's been on my squad for so long. Um, I, I don't want to move DCL up to Vardy or Kane at this point in time. And I, I'm thinking about it and I need to do a lot of research on it, but I don't have the funds to move Wilson or Bamford up to them. And those guys have been fantastic. I mean, Wilson got nine points this week. I just, the, the price difference for me to allow me to facilitate my team. It's so hard to have that high price forward yeah. in there, but a lot of people who have probably been a little bit better about saving money, making the early transfers, they could easily get, you know, Vardy, Son, Bruno, and Sala. And I think that's fantastic because you're covering for, you know, all these guys play for different teams besides Son and Kane. So yeah. if you can have four of them and not have a Son Kane double up, I think that's really good. I, I've seen that's a lot of my take on it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of teams that are able to get four, but they don't have Sala. That's kind of the way they yeah. do it, right? Because you can go Son instead of Sala, right? And, and, yeah, that's, and I just, that's the big I difference. I don't like that. Yeah. Long term, I think that's going to be a mistake. It you know came this week to be a mistake, and I think a lot of people lucked out because Salah wasn't captained as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still was captained by like twenty <clears> percent <throat> of these guys. KDB still worries me yeah. because even yeah. though he's probably the best all around player on this group, 
he Man City are just not themselves. So I don't know about him, but I do like their fixtures coming up. So yeah, one thing I've looked at is just is KDB to Sun on my team because that's two two million in funds mm-hmm. that that frees up, and um, their fixtures are very similar. Um, and and Sun is almost like not quite, but almost doubled what KDB has produced this year overall, which is pretty insane. Um, yeah, Sun's. Son's a tough one. <clears throat> he is, yeah. He's he's a tough one. <clears throat> I don't know. Anyways, uh, okay. Uh, oh, also, um, I just was reading something from Adam Hopcroft I thought it was interesting. Mo Salah has at least one FPL return goal or assist in seven consecutive matches, averaging 9.7 points per match over his last seven. He has more goals than Arsenal on the season. <laughs> Hilarious. It is. It is. Um, okay. That's all we really have to talk about today, Jake. Um, it was a little bit of a different pod. We didn't we didn't take as many questions. It was kind of a a last minute, um, kind of a last minute pod here. But uh, it's good. I'm happy we got it out. I'm happy we talked about the chips. Actually, just like for myself to think about it a little bit more than anything. Um, not for you people. I don't care. Uh, but it was a good podcast. I think that that covered some important topics um, for all of us. And um, good luck to everybody going forward with um, with the holidays. I know, like, uh, I was speaking online with some of the folks from uh, in England, and, and it's just, it's tough, right? Like, they just basically shut everything down over there, and uh, no one's going to be really allowed to travel. There's going to be SWAT teams kicking down doors, um, arresting grandmas for cooking too many cookies for their children and, uh, and their grandchildren. And, um, it sounds like it's just going to be a mess, man. I, I feel feel bad for everybody. Um, but we're, we're close, right? Are we, aren't we close? There's, like, vaccines going out now, right? Yeah, they're giving them out. Yeah, we just started over here. Vaccines. Yeah, just started over here in America. Yeah, public service announcement: Don't be a douche. Um, Get your get your vaccines so that we can all have normal lives. Your arm might be a little sore for a day, but it's probably worth it. Yeah, yeah. People had like a meltdown. Like, what did you see? Like one or two people had like um, allergic reactions, and people had like melt. It happens with vaccines all over the world every single year. People were like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) Yeah. Don't don't uh don't crap on the hardworking scientists that put a vaccine together for in one year that's ninety five percent effective, which is better than you know the flu vaccine or or, or actually a lot of vaccines. Yeah, most vaccines. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's our public service announcement as well. You're welcome, world. Uh, let's get out of here. I'm Marco, and I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. Okay, let's stop recording. Three, two, one, stop.